I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Hey, hey, Sammy. Big episode. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Double lost. Hey, it's Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Sammy. And we're doing the lost double episode. Tupata. Tupata. I'm really glad that we decided to do it as a lost only Tupata episode. Yeah, I think that is what needed to happen. I think you're right. This was a good episode to do it on. How do you you feel about... (laughs) I'm <laughs> carrying the weight for this episode, Pat. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. A little yeah, nervous. Yeah, let me tell you, I didn't take great notes, so. What? You didn't take? Nope. Come on, I need Listen, you. Listen, I was just taking it in and reacting. Yeah. Well, and... I couldn't. I couldn't just take it in. Actually, there's a few scenes where I just took it in, and then I had to rewind it and go back, and then That's make good. notes. That's good. Is it, though? I, I think twice. it's breaking the whole flow of the show. Yeah. You know, it's hard to just sort of soak in the show. As Why don't I... you just take my advice? Because it Listen takes double the time. Listen to your mother, Patrick. <laughs> I'm always right. I know, Ma. I keep trying to do that, but I just run out of time. These episodes are so great. They're so fun. So much to dig into and talk about in these episodes. Yeah. Action-packed. Action-packed season finale of Lost Season 1, episode 24 and 25, technically, right? Yeah. Exodus Part 2 and Part 3. Yeah. Woof. Although you said that in some places they don't actually split up these two episodes, right? I got some uh, information and trivia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Informations? I, informations. I read it a couple times. I'm not sure if I fully understand it, so hopefully we can tear it apart and really understand what they're talking yeah. about. Oh, talking about yeah. Oh, yeah. I love tearing stuff apart. Yeah, DVDs and I'm Blu-ray releases. stuff apart <laughs> releases. <in> trivia. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're going to do <laughs> today's episode. What a teaser. People are really going to stick around to the end for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you got to just enjoy the shows. How is it just leaving Buffy alone for a week? This is the first time we've done that. Well, I'm not going to lie, Pat. What, did you skip I, ahead? N- I watched the next episode. Oh, come on. <laughs> but you're going to watch it again. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to watch it like three more times. Okay. But you're not like skipping ahead, skipping ahead. No, like, no. Multiple. I just okay. watched one more just episode. Just the next one. All right. Yeah. Good. Because you will leaky bucket. I know. I yeah. That's why I can't skip right. ahead. I did, a couple weeks ago, I was having a really bad week. And I did skip ahead to the next season to an episode that I really love. Okay. Um, But, it, you know, I'm fine. I guess, I guess I'll allow it. Considering Thank you. you've already seen it. Yes. Multiple <laughs> times. Multiple times. I could yeah. recite the episode from memory. Right. But I won't because then that would be leaky bucketing. That would be major leaky bucketing. But I will tell you that like all day today, I kept being like, I feel like there's something I have to do. I feel like there's more than I need to do for the podcast. (laughs) Because I'm always like, you know, watching Buffy, like finishing up Buffy for the final time, either the day of or the day before, finishing Mm -hmm. up my notes, collecting all of our, all of like the predictions. I have to like go back and listen to all your insane predictions and write them (laughs) down. Yeah. And and like all of that is happening usually the day of. And I didn't have to do any of that because I was like, I was like, wait, I didn't put down Pat's prediction. I'm like, I don't have to. 
Well, look at this. Lottie died. Got a nice little vacation week, huh? Yeah. Off the podcast. Although that did just remind me that there is a prediction that I forgot to write down for myself. Oh, for your own predictions. Yeah. Yeah, for one of my old old ones that I need to bring back. From one of your old dusty predictions. Yep. So I had an idea for this podcast, this episode specifically. Okay. So there's a few parts in these episodes where they're very kind of dialogue heavy, and I could just read them all out, but I but thought- But we're going to read them together? I thought it would be fun if you would pull up the transcript, and then yeah. on these dialogue heavy ones, we can go back and forth. We'll do a little- This is all I ever wanted. <laughs> it's all I ever wanted. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I took into your into account your um, dreams of and, being an actress- from yes. high school and I was like okay well, let's work that this was in. a dream since like I I don't know since I even knew the concept of an actor existed because right? I used to put on like I used to get my cousins like rally my cousins and we would put on performances right like for our aunts and uncles yeah this has always been a dream of mine great so look at this kicking and streaming making your dreams come true after all <laughs> <laughs> she's so happy kicking she's crying. and streaming and dreaming <laughs> kicking and streaming can you send me eyes. the transcript uh i want to make sure we're using the right ooh. same one yeah sure or am i just reading it all for you <laughs> I, are we gonna read this together is this like a table read yeah well yeah not the whole episode you know obviously but we'll yeah, do obviously. uh you know sections you know i probably okay. have like three sections that we could play out here okay yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just little scenes, you know? Sweet. So cool. Anything else you want to chat about in our pre-show intro before we get into these episodes? I don't think so. Don't really have anything new to report in my life. Um, right. But welcome. Welcome, yes. listeners, to welcome. Kicking and Streaming, the podcast. I am Sammy. And, and I'm I Pat. like Buffy. <laughs> I'm blue. And I'm watching Lost for the first time. <laughs> and Pat and I talk over each other a lot because we're both. I can't you know, figure out my we're, cues with these. We're both middle intros. children <laughs> and we were ignored a lot. Pay attention to me, will you? Hear me, and, mom, dad. Hello. And, you know, this is, this is who we are. <laughs> I didn't get the same toys as my older brother and sister. <laughs> And yeah. if you did, they were broken. <laughs> That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> and yeah. you're Pat. And I'm Pat. And, and what else? And I'm making you watch lot. And I'm, I'm making watching you watch Buffy. Buffy. <laughs> okay. We'd really knock this one out of the park, I think. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Woo. <laughs> and Nailed we know it. baseball. <laughs> Ask us about baseball. Yeah. We know it. Yep. Base is loaded. Also ship stuff. Ship stuff. Bow, stern. Put your sails up. Poop deck. Poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we get into these episodes let's, of Lost? Let's get into this. All right. Let's get into Lost. <laughs> so, as I said in the intro, this is a double Lost episode. We are starting with Lost Season 1, Episode 24, Exodus Part 2. The original air date for both of these was the same night, May 25th, 2005, written <gasps> That's by- That's the day after my birthday, Pat. Oh, too funny. How old were you? Too like funny. Seven? 2005? 
Uh, 18. I just turned 18. <laughs> I guessed seven. <laughs> seven? <laughs> I don't know. Do I did quick I math. Born? I did quick math. Okay. 2005. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yep, that was my, that was my uh, senior year of high school. Makes sense. Written by Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse and directed by Jack Bender. So, you got some predictions? I do. Uh, so, last episode, I said that there will be multiple backstories, that that's going to be a thing that keeps happening. Yep. Um, and then I also said, oh, that hatch is getting opened. Oh, I think I said that boy. like two episodes ago. Yeah. And I said a lot of people are going to die in the next two episodes, but I actually said that before the predictions. What? So I'm kind of sneaking some other ones in here. Oh, okay. I try to sneak in more predictions so that you don't stop me. Yeah, I'm, I'm noticing I'm a trend here. About you're it. just you're just getting more predictions stuff. in there, huh? <laughs> Under the radar. Uh, and then I said something. An actual prediction that I made last episode was something bad is going to happen with that raft. Not everyone on it is going to make it back alive if they ever make it back to the island. Oh boy, things may happen with the raft. And a long ass time ago, Pat, I said that Jack and Kate are going to get together (laughs) by the end of the season because it's what the people want. They're going to hook up? Yeah. Okay. All right. Great predictions. Thank you for those. You're welcome. This episode starts with a crying baby. It's Claire's baby. She's trying to change the baby. Charlie arrives to tell Claire it's time to go to the caves. And Claire's overwhelmed about taking care of the baby. Charlie tells her it's going to be okay. But they don't have Sawyer's magic voice anymore. They don't. To calm the baby. Sawyer's on the raft. Yeah. He's doing water stuff. He should have somehow recorded his voice. He should have. They should have had um, like those Teddy Teddy Ruxpin type things. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Where you like, it wasn't Teddy Ruxpin. That was its own like robotic thing. No, Teddy Ruxpin (laughs) red. But he did have like a tape player. I wonder if he could record with them. Probably yeah, not. probably. You'd probably record over the Teddy Ruxpin tapes. Yeah, and then, have to and get then it would be Teddy like copyright Ruxpin. issues. <laughs> It'd be a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you ever ever? And then a... Teddy Ruxpin would like come to life and murder you in your sleep because you co- <laughs> you recorded over the copyright. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's quite a failsafe that's built into Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you recorded over my copyright. You will die. <laughs> that's what that's how he sounds when he makes up yeah. his own words, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's he does like death metal scream screaming music. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrifying. Imagine waking up in the middle of the night to death metal coming out of your <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> I I figure that's just about as scary as waking up in the middle of the night to a child standing at the end of your bed. <laughs> no, that's pretty scary. But I have, as I've said, that's happened to me a bunch of times. I know, but never a Teddy I... Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay were you gonna ask me something no i don't think so okay i mean were you probably. gonna ask me if i had a teddy ruxpin <laughs> did you have a teddy ruxpin i don't know i'm sure we did but i don't remember i did not have a teddy i'm sure ruxpin. it wasn't mine it was probably my older sister's and probably got <laughs> handed down to me and by the time it got to me it was like <laughs> no you probably had a knockoff teddy ruxpin Rainbow. <laughs> it was like a it was like a uh Fre- freddie prunchkin <laughs> Freddie Prunchkin. (laughs) That sounds terrifying. (laughs) Freddie Pumpkin. (laughs) 
Yeah, and nothing coming out of its tape mouth sounds uh-huh. right. <laughs> <laughs> and all the stories don't make sense. My dad's going to call in and be like, how dare you? <laughs> My Freddie daughter had top of took the me forever Teddy to Ruxpin. save up for. <laughs> you didn't even, <laughs> you love that dinky dino. Don't talk negatively about it. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyways, Claire says, oh, why do people keep telling me that? Are they the ones with the baby? She's really freaking out, you know? Yeah. Trying to She's be like, a mom no on an island. no one ever told me how to do this. Right. So then we cut to Saeed, who's telling everyone to get to the caves. Charlie arrives asking for a gun to protect Claire, and Saeed refuses. He says Charlie is too emotionally involved for him to handle the weapons, and that Saeed's in charge of the weapons. And he says yeah, if, so- you, if, you, if you really want to help Claire, get her packed, carry her child to the caves. That's what she needs. Yowza. But yeah. he's got a point. I mean, mm-hmm. last time Charlie did kill... That's true. What's his name? Ethan Rom. Charlie does not have a good track record with a hand pistol no, as far as following That's why rules. I would never want to have a gun because, you know, I'm a little emotional <laughs> yeah, <you're>, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. We cannot have a gun around you. Yeah. No. You're just too, too volatile. Yeah. <laughs> volatile people should not have guns. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the expedition team looking at the Black Rock and Hurley says... How exactly does something like this happen? And Danielle says, are you on the same island as I am? Yeah. <laughs> and Hurley says, I guess that explains it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the ship says Portsmouth. Oh, Portsmouth, Which Map. I was. Oh, New Hampshire. <laughs> well, there's I... also Portsmouth, Maine. There's a lot of Portsmouths in New England. Oh. So I was like, I wonder if this ship came from New England. It doesn't say... It just says Portsmouth. It doesn't say anything after it's it. It's got to be from New England, right? Got to be, right? It's got to be, right? 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 Got to be. Got to be. Dynamite? Dynamite? Dynamite. Yeah. Then Arts tries... <laughs> I can't get past the the name Arts. I just love it. Arts. 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 Starts trying to make middle school science sense of the ship, saying that it might be a tsunami that brought the ship there. Right? You know, it just blew it in way into the jungle. That makes yeah. sense. Arst. Come on. Jack decides to go explore inside the ship to find the explosive explosives, the dynamite, and Hurley says, Uh, I'm gonna stay out here and hang with Arnst. <laughs> he always yeah. calls him Arnst with an he adds an N yeah. to his name. Arnst. Yeah. Arnst. <laughs> Then we get the lost title. Uh, after the lost title, we get Locke, Jack, and Kate. They climb around the dark interior of the Black Rock ship, and someone steps on a skeleton foot. Yeah, that's I just all chained kept, up to the ship's wall. Kept waiting for there to be like skeleton ghosts or like pirates, you know, like in in Pirates of the Caribbean. The first Pirates of the Car- Caribbean. Caribbean. Right. <laughs> we talked about this before. <laughs> Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, but they're Um, from the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Dave and I were watching, uh, I told you how we were watching, um, shit. Why can't I think of what we were watching? Shit's Creek? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lovecraft Country. And there was like a, a scene where people go into like a pirate ship and there's like a, you know, ghost that comes alive. I was Mm -hmm. thinking Goonies, like all this. I'm like, okay, there's going to be pirates in here. They're going to come alive. Chester Copperbot. Yeah. Yeah. One-eyed Willie. One-eyed Willie. Yeah. 
<laughs> Kate locates a box inside labeled explosives. And then we cut to Arst and Hurley. Arst is talking about his third wife. And Arst then gets offended thinking that Hurley is ignoring what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Art says, I'm sorry that I'm not cool enough to be part of your merry, merry little, little band, little of, band adventures. of adventurers. Yeah. And then Hurley's just kind of sitting there like dazed and confused. He's like, what? And then Art says, I know a click when I see it. I teach high school, Pally. <laughs> Pally. Pally. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. And then back to Kate, Jack, and Locke, who talk about the best way to get the explosives out. Well, they... hold on. Then he says, "There, are, <laughs> you know, you people think you're the only ones on the island doing anything of value. I've got news for you. There were 40 other survivors on this plane crash, and we are all people, too. And I was like, I was cracking up because I'm like, now I want to see like an episode just about the extras. <laughs> like, oh yeah. No no main characters. Episode. We could do a whole series of I know, the others. But I just want one episode. Yeah. Cuz it's going to be dull, let's be honest. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> they could be they could be out there playing like checkers, you know. Yeah. Playing pickup sticks, drawn in the sand. Yeah. Scott and Steve could be talking no. uh Oh. Scott's dead. Right. Steve's dead? dead. Steve? Scott or Steve? Scott's dead. Steve's alive. Okay. Final answer. So anyways, <laughs> inside, Kate, Jack, and Locke talk about the best way to get the explosives out. They decide to carry the box out before trying to open it. As they get out of the ship, Arts loses his mind saying, what the hell are you doing? Put it down carefully. He then gives another science lesson saying that dynamite sweats nitroglycerin when it's hot. Also, he... before, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. But I'm going to, you know, I got to yeah. be like you when uh -huh. Buffy rolls around. Sure. Art, before they come out, they cut back to Arston Hurley again. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, and the Korean guy, does he catch fish for everybody on the island? No, he does not. He doesn't. <laughs> And some of us have actually lost weight while we were here. <laughs> now, would you mind telling me where you're hiding the carbs? Because I can't figure. And then, then they yeah. come out. And I was yeah. like, ouch, Arst. Yeah, Arst is kind of an arsehole. man. Am I right? <laughs> 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 I mean, throughout this episode, he is kind of a arsehole to yeah, everybody. Yeah, throughout it. Yeah, so they're outside. He talks about nitroglycerin and how it's the most unstable substance known to man. And he starts demanding for Kate to toss her overshirt to him, calling her princess in the process. Mm. He gives a big long- I can long... see why he's had three wives. <laughs> three wives? Can you, though? I mean, why I mean, he's he had failed marriages. Them. Right. Yeah, well, they don't know. They don't know? They don't know what they're getting in for. I don't know. Until they do, and then they're like, this guy's an arsehole. I don't know if he makes great first impressions from everything I've seen on the island so far. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and in flashbacks, which yeah. we'll talk about in a bit. But he gives a big, long monologue about the history of nitroglycerin, and he says, all right, we're not going any, we're not, sorry, all right, we're not going to take any more of this stuff than we need, because nitroglycerin is extremely temperamental, so we, and then boom, <laughs> the dynamite <laughs> explodes. explodes. <laughs> and and then you know what happens? What? It's raining ours. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's, it's raining ours. It's no farce. <laughs> well done. Yeah, it is raining arse because of the arse explosion. That's some arson right there. 
Arston. That's not bad. Arston. I mean, crossover. This is what happened in, to the judge in the last episode. Well, oh, right. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> blew up into a whole bunch of pieces. Yeah. But yeah, the the arse blows up and then all his pieces of his body rain down on the other four. He's pretty fucked up, actually. Fall into the ground. It's pretty gross. And Hurley agrees because he says, dude. It's messed up. <laughs> dude. <laughs> So then flashback to Jim Wait, and Son. Yeah. One positive though that yeah. we can say about this is Ours that at least we don't we don't have to try to pronounce his name anymore. Oh, I know. Oh, we're bad. Thank you. Get out of here, Arst. Hey, I did say people were gonna die. You did, and you uh were right about that. Sort of. Flashback to Jin and Son at the airport. We see the same flashback scene that we saw last episode of Sun spilling the coffee on Jin. We then see the security officers, right, the security officers apologizing and letting Saeed go. Yep. And then in the bathroom, Jin encounters uh, some white dude in a Hawaiian shirt who asks him for a paper (laughs) towel in English, and Jin makes it very apparent that he can't speak English, so he doesn't understand what he's saying. And then the man apologizes and starts speaking Korean as he dries his hands. And he says, mm-hmm. do you want to play gin here? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, it's only one line. But I thought I'd give you something to do, you know? I was like, I'm reading it and I'm like, um, this is in Korean. <laughs> <laughs> it's in both. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So I'm going to start with, I work for Mr. Pack, your father-in-law and employer. You've been following me? Yes. I know you're planning to run away but you're going to take that watch to Mr. Pack's friend in California. You do anything else, anything, you will lose her. You are not free. You never have been, and you never will be. I love that in this transcript, it's it's just called Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt, (laughs) yeah. That's all he is. That's all we know about him is Hawaiian shirt who speaks Korean. Yeah, so that was kind of intense scene, huh? Yeah, I did not see that coming. Me neither. I thought it was chilling and kind of uh, spooky, you know? Yeah, so that gives a little bit more understanding to Jin's character, though, because I was like, he's free. What the fuck is he doing? Like, why is he still being a dick on the island? And, you know, he, he was just threatened right before he got on the plane. So he, you know, probably does think that he's still being followed that there's something still going on right. you know and and that's you know he kind of didn't really confess that but you know he did say to son before he left on the raft that he was like you know I'm doing this for you you don't deserve any of this like I'm yeah. being punished right um, that would make me pretty paranoid you like yeah. who around me is part of Mr. Pack's crew could be Scott right. or Steve well and why he freaked out about Michael having the watch true right so yeah. definitely gives a little bit more. I don't think I, I even really thought about that too much until we were talking about it just now. Yeah. So like, I don't think I thought about that as I was watching it. It's what we do in this podcast. We dig deep. Yeah, you know? we dissect. Woo! Then we cut to the boat crew. They all look on at the island from a ways off and they wonder how a place this big isn't ever found. And we get an aerial shot of the raft, which I thought was interesting because... I remember in a piece of trivia early on, um, a piece of trivia was that we never got aerial shots of the island because we wanted to feel sort of isolated on the island, you know, through its camera work. So 
I thought it was interesting. This is probably the first aerial shot of Lost, right? Right. Yeah, of Lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we still don't get it of the island, like you said, it's of the raft. Right. We get we see some of the island as they're like looking back at it, but yeah, it's right. not. But it's a normal shot. It's, it's not a like a shot, from right. a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. We cut to sun on the beach, looking out to the water. Shannon struggles behind her with all her luggage, and Vincent as well, the dog, on the beach. And then Saeed approaches Shannon, asking her if she needs all that. She says that she does, and she becomes quite emotional. And we well, find and, out... and some of it opens up, like some of it falls out, and it's right. Boone's stuff. Yeah. We find out that some of the luggage is also Boone's stuff, and she doesn't want to leave it behind. Oh, that's what I just said. <laughs> Sorry. I took what? That you from said you. that? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. You're Sometimes a great Zoom, listener, Pat. you know, it, it, yeah, like, uh-huh. it censors okay. you, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not your brain. No, it's not my brain. Who are you? Where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, we're just reading the lost transcript. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Yeah, so you, you're you. Saeed and I'm Shannon. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you be Shannon. Go ahead. Say, Start with, I need these things. I need these things. I can't just leave them. What are we doing? Hiding? As if they won't find us? It's just... It's just too much. It's too much. And I stroke your hair and I say, it won't be too much if I carry it for you. Now, come on. I have a hike to lead. Oh, thank you. All right. That's good. That's a good scene. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're kind of nailing it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> then we cut to Hurley sitting on a log trying to come to terms with the art explosion. <laughs> and he says, that was messed up. You want, you want to be Kate here? Yeah. Okay, so I say, that was messed up. No, I was Kate. She says, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were answering my question. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll start from the top, okay? Okay. All right. You okay? Nah. You okay? No, that's what Kate says, you dingus. <laughs> oh, I don't have that in my notes. This is going swimmingly, don't you think? <laughs> and then I'll say, it might jump around a bit here, so just, you know, work with me, okay? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm a professional. He just exploded in front of us he was just trying to help this is because i came what i'm kind of bad luck hey it was an accident yeah accident right something like that yeah we see jack wetting a shirt to wrap the dynamite in (laughs) okay cool all right so that's another good scene (laughs) we nailed that (laughs) nailed it nailed it all right so then we see Locke and jack at the dynamite Locke carefully picks up the driest sticks of dynamite. Locke asks Jack if he ever played Operation. Yeah, so first of all, this dynamite thing does not seem worth it. <laughs> no? <laughs> I'm to like, get the hatch uh, open? Well, f- I mean, okay. Like, let's be real. We're uh-huh. not going to lose Locke and Jack to dynamite. That's not going to happen. Oh, but, okay. oh, you're just meaning like in the sense of the show. But in the sense of the show... The stakes are too high. Yeah. To lose, I as a viewer, I'm like, there's no way we're gonna lose Jack or Locke this way. But right. if I were Kate in the show, I'd be like, you know what, guys, this sounded great, but now Arst is exploded, mm-hmm. and this feels like too big of a risk. I like how Arst exploded, and he was supposed to be the dynamite expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an idiot. <laughs> He's like, I talk with my hands. I can't help it. That's how I blow up. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, arst. Oh, arst. 
Well, he can't be around to complain anymore. Nope. Locke asked Jack if he ever played Operation, and Which uh, was he says to me. he always <laughs> got nailed. He always got nailed on the funny bone, and then Locke says, Bzz. <laughs> yeah i was like oh jesus jack winces he's like ah <laughs> he's got he's got a twisted sense of humor <laughs> and then jack turns to him and he's like you like to play games john and then Locke says absolutely and he gives him a weird look <laughs> yeah it gives him a very spooky look huh yeah and that and it reminded me of when the second flashback we had of Locke, where he was showing a kid how to play mousetrap mm. yeah that's true yeah, this is the board game, game guy. Yeah, Mousetrap, uh, Backgammon, and now uh, Operation. Operation. He's Ooh. all in all into games. All so in. He's not lying when he says absolutely. Yeah. He Man, loves Uncle them board Locke games. Uncle Locke and I, we would have a great time. Uncle Locky and the board games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another band name for you. There we go. I like it. So I then lock ch- it. Ch- you lock it? I lock it a lot. Charlie and Claire pack up the baby for the move. Danielle Rousseau comes frantically out of the jungle to Charlie oh, saying, "Boy, Saeed, where is he? And Charlie says, Rousseau, what? And then Danielle says, Saeed, where is he? Again. And Charlie says, he already left. Danielle says, I need him now. And then Charlie says, Jack and Kate. <laughs> and then Danielle says, there's no time. Where's Saeed? And Charlie is like, okay, just calm down. And he runs away. Stupid move. And then Danielle turns her attention to Claire and Baby. Yeah, and, and if I were Claire, I would have been like, I'm fucking out of here, bitch. You're busting you out, crazy. You're running? Yeah, hell fucking yeah. The way <laughs> she's not looking stick at... around and chat with Danielle? No. Ah, nice French lady. The way lady. she's looking at my baby, I'm out of there. Yeah, maybe she could hold her for a little bit, you know? Nope. Just kind of hang out, rock Child, the baby. Bitch, I'm gone. Maybe take a nap, you know? No? No. Okay. So she turns her attention to Claire and the baby, and she's mesmerized by the baby, and she says, what's his name, the child? What's his name? And then Claire gets a little uncomfortable. She says, oh, I haven't named him yet. And she's like, may I hold him? Hell no, bitch. Claire, during this whole thing, she notices the scratches on Daniel's arm, which we saw in the last episode. Mm -hmm. And then we get a brief flashback of Claire struggling with Danielle in the middle of the night. And then Claire says, why did I do that? Why did I scratch you? Because she was trying, trying to get at her. Right. And I did say last episode, it wasn't a prediction because I said it during the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't count as okay. one of two predictions, but it was still a prediction. You said animal. And I, I was like, it's an animal or a human, something with with claws or <laughs> paws animal. or hands. <laughs> yeah, that covers all your bases. Well, what else could scratch it was, her? She said it was a bush, okay? Uh, well, and I was like, not I'm not buying that. Yeah, nobody's buying that. So I'm right, okay. Uncle Lockie. <laughs> okay, fine. Hmm. That's like me saying like, I bet that water out there off the beach is like salty, you know? No, it's, it's like not. like a salty water. It's not fresh water. <laughs> Get out of town. Get out of town with that. So then we flash back to Charlie in a hotel room, frantically searching for something. And there's a girl who's like kind of half naked in his bed of the hotel room. And she wakes up. She asks him if he wants to do a bump before he leaves on his plane. And Charlie says that they did all the drugs last night and they don't have anything else left over. He's like, I got the champagne here. But he's and hiding the he's rest hiding of his Parmesan cheese. Yeah, he's hiding the Parmesan cheese. And she knows that he's hiding in, so they tussle. 
and they're fighting over this hidden drugs and she hits him and she calls him pathetic and then leaves. And then well, leaves. first she says, he, he was like, I thought you liked my music or something. You said you were a fan. And she's like, yeah, Drive Through is the best damn band ever. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, Charlie. Oh, Charlie. He's a has-been. He's oh. a one-hit wonder. Yeah, Charlie. so sad. So sad. Drive Through. <laughs> and uh, then. <laughs> oh, I love that scene. And then. Speaking of drive throughs Speaking of drive throughs No more and then. Did you ever work a drive through no. I worked the drive-thru at McDonald's in my town growing up. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It was did something you ever else. Get, did you ever get fire in the hole? Never got a fire in the hole. That's I did good. get I a lot so of mean. jokey jokesters doing funny voices. Oh, cool. I never yep. even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got, got some of that. And then uh, Super Troopers was big at the time, so we did the meow thing mm-hmm. one night. You know, we did- uh, Right meow. Is that all? Is that all we can get you right now? <laughs> and a couple of people caught on. So it's good um, times. You know. Did you ever have anyone come through the drive-through not in a car? Yes, that was annoying. Just <laughs> my dad has done that before. <laughs> yeah, people used to come in on bikes that would like uh, set off the ringer. You yeah. Know? And then uh, sometimes people would just walk up to the window and knock on it. And you're like, I don't know what to do with this, but I guess we can serve <laughs> you like this. Can't they just come inside? <laughs> they could, but what if there's a line inside, you know? Yeah. You break well, the I system, think that's why, walk around. <laughs> I think that's why we did that. Maybe it was the bank or maybe both. I don't remember, but I know at one point my dad, I think like he dropped his car off to get an oil change or probably not an oil change, but probably something that would have taken a little bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. And we were like downtown and he either needed to go to the bank or to McDonald's and decided to go through the drive through The walk-through? But he walked through and he was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was with my my younger brother and we were like standing away from him because we were embarrassed by him. And he was like, beep, beep, come on, kids, get back in the car. And we were like, dad, stop. (laughs) That's good. That's good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's funny i like that yeah good dad humor for you yeah it's good stuff <laughs> uh so yeah they tussle Drive over the drugs through. after that and then, then she leaves it's revealed that charlie's got the drugs in his hands he's clutching them yeah. you know mm. then back on the island son yells for help as we see claire on the ground with a bloody head she's crying about how rousseau stole her baby yeah she should have run Russo took my baby. (laughs) Right. Charlie gets mad at Saeed saying he could have protected her if he had a gun. No, because you ran away, you stupid idiot. Well, Saeed says, in his defense, he says, you want to waste time assigning blame? There's plenty to go around. She has a head start. If we leave now, we can catch her. And Charlie says, how are we going to do that? And Saeed says, because I know where she's going. Back at the Black Rock... Jack offers to carry all the sticks of the dynamite in his pack. Old hero Jack, you know, never gets mm-hmm. old, this guy. Yeah. Locke wants Got to split them messiah up. a real messiah complex, this guy. Of course. Jake, uh, Jake, <laughs> Kate <laughs> wants in on the action, and Jack is very opposed to the idea because he's like a knight in shining armor for yeah, Kate. Yeah, of course. You know, he wants to take all the brunt of everything for her. Locke says that there's no time to argue and that they'll just draw straws. Jack Think you would then, do that for Sun? 
Yeah, mm. I think he still would. You think so? Yeah, he probably yeah. would. Yeah. Because he's also being chivalrous. Right. I think he'd do it for most people. Yeah. But definitely most females. Yes. Jack then turns his attention to Hurley. and, and <laughs> Hurley's just kind of staring. And Jack says, what about you? You want to carry some dynamite too? And Hurley mm-hmm. stares. He's like, uh, what? <laughs> uh, and then Hurley points to a piece of flesh on Jack's back. And he says, <laughs> you got some arnst on you (laughs) (laughs) oh hurley and then they draw some straws on the raft the crew turn on a transmitter and the radar sawyer wears his goofy glasses you didn't say who got which straws though oh yeah is that important well they why were they drawing straws pat (laughs) (laughs) they're drawing straws to get the sticks of dynamite straws get the the sticks of dynamite dynamite. so it's supposed to be kate and Locke, right? Kate, no, it was Kate, Kate, Locke, and Jack all drew straws. Okay, but not Hurley. Not Hurley. Okay. And Kate and Locke drew the short straws. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Thank okay. you for that. Now, on the raft. On the raft, the crew turn on the transmitter and the radar. Sawyer wears his goofy glasses and goes through the messages in the bottle as Walt looks on. Yeah, and I'm like, he didn't bring any books. I know. What the hell, Sawyer? Maybe he's trying to save space, you know? But I they could have like used that, that raft for like... was big enough for a couple of books. <laughs> you think they could have squeezed some books on there? Yeah, yeah probably. I think so. Yeah. Maybe so, he read them all by now. He's a big reader. Uh, we cut to a shot of black smoke, and Saeed and Charlie run through the jungle towards it. And then Charlie says, Are you bloody joking? Why would she go for the black smoke? Isn't that where the others are supposed to be? And then Saeed says, The others are precisely why we should go there. Rousseau told us she saw black smoke the day her own child was taken 16 years ago. And then they stop at the gun case. And he says, They took something from her. And now she believes she has something that they want. And he opens the case. And Charlie says, She's making a trade? And Saeed says, I believe she is, yes. Charlie grabs for a gun. Claire comes running out of the jungle, very emotional, looking to come on the mission with them, and then cries in Charlie's arms, asking him to get the baby back, and also naming him Aaron. She's like, get him back, Charlie! Get him back, Charlie! Get Aaron back! Get Aaron back, Charlie! (laughs) And then with flashback... I promise I will. I promise I will. Flashback, we see Walt and Michael at the Sydney airport, and Walt's playing Game Boy... Did you have a Game Boy like this? Um, I had a Game Boy Color. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think I had one. The the flip until I was Game probably Boy like a teen. Yeah. Probably like late, mid to late teens. I don't think I had one until like all my brothers had them. Ah, I had the And I was rich. like, um, excuse me, it's time for me to get one of these. <laughs> and they're like, you're just the middle child. Shh. They're like, we don't care about you at all. <laughs> you can have the Game Boy when your brothers break it first and we buy them a new one and you can like, have the broken one. Don't you have a dinky dino? Go back to your dinky dino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Did tries. You? Oh, yeah. I had the original Game Boy. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Did you like Pokemans? No, I didn't do the Pokemans. Tetris. You know, Super Mario. Mm-hmm. Those were my jams. Cool. Battle toads. Battle toads. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> what? Anyways. Is that real? <laughs> yeah, battle toads are real. I think it's worth money too. 
Anyways, Michael tries connecting with Walt, but Walt's staying silent as he plays his Game Boy, and Michael leaves to make a call to his mom, and he explains all of his frustrations about trying to be a father, and then he asks for her to take Walt on. And then he says, what am I going to do with him? He's not supposed to be mine. He was never part of the plan. Yeah, ah, thanks a lot. And he hangs up and he turns around to discover Walt just standing there. And Locke goes by in a wheelchair while he's on the phone. Yeah, there's a lot of cross, like, pollination of these characters in these episodes. Yeah, happening in the background. Yeah, they just sort of, like, pass by each other, which makes sense. It's all mostly in the airport, so before the flight. So, yeah, we see a lot of the other characters and uh, so Michael sees Walt standing there and he goes, hey, man, I was, uh... and then Walt says that he needs new batteries for his Game Boy. Yeah. We cut back to the raft. Michael lets Walt steer the raft and they talk about which direction they're going. Walt then asks why Michael and his mom didn't stay together. And Michael tells him the truth. He says, we tried. It just didn't work out. So our lives, our interests, we just went in different directions. And then Walt says, how come I never saw you? And Michael says, because your mom didn't want me to. She did what she thought was best for you. And Walt says, she was wrong. And then, blam, there's a bunch of commotion. And we see the rudder has come loose from a piece of driftwood that's out in the water. And there's a whole bunch of commotion. Sawyer peels off his shirt and he dives in after the rudder. Yeah, had to peel off his shirt. Had to peel it off. Don't want to get that thing too wet, you know? Yeah, well, I, I I said that out loud. I was like, oh, he had to pull his shirt off. And Dave sure. was like, well, it would slow him down. He was oh, like, but true. it would have made more sense for him to take his pants off because those are going to weigh a lot more <laughs> All right, wet. easy, I Dave. Like, I was like, okay, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fan letter that they're getting. Dear Carlton Cuse, in the episode. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Sawyer dives in to retrieve the rudder. He grabs the rudder, and Michael tosses a rope in the water to pull them both back. And then Michael grabs Sawyer's shirt, seeing that he has a gun within his shirt, and he gives it back to Sawyer, saying, you should put this back on before you burn. Woo. Yeah, pretty upset that he's got a gun hiding here, you know. Sawyer's got a gun. I was kind of like, why did Jack give him a gun for the raft? It's always a good idea to have one just in case. I guess like if a shark shows up. Yeah, you know, they, he needed like to jaws. defend himself themselves. Yeah. So I guess so. I think hmm. it was a good move. Okay. I mean, they got enough to go around, I suppose. Yeah. So back with the Dynamite team, I'm going to dub them from now on TN team. Nice. Nice. TN team dynamite. <laughs> That's right. TN team. So they all carefully put on their backpacks. And Jack hatches a plan saying that if they come across anything to carefully take off their backpacks, place them on the ground, and then run! Run! That's, that's the move. Yeah. And For they, the security system, you know. Right. This and invisible dinosaur. Stagger. Stagger. So that they're not, keep a, keep a safe distance from each other so they're not too close. Right. They don't want to explode like arsed. Right. So then we cut to the beach group, and they're walking to the caves. Shannon looks over to see the urchin care area where Boone died, and Sun sits down next to her saying that Boone died bravely. Yeah. And uh, you want to do some more lines with me? Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're going to do some lines. <laughs> you want to do some lines? <laughs> okay. All right, cool. That got, this got crazy. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, sorry, I had some <laughs> in my nose. Uh <laughs> 
Uh, you want to be Shannon or Sun in this? Uh, obviously, I want to be Sun. I figured. <laughs> I figured. All right. Start with, do you think all this? Okay. Do you think all this, all we've been through, do you think we're being punished? Punished for what? Things we did before. The secrets we kept. The lies we told. Who do you think is punishing us? Fate. And then Claire sidles in, and I'll be Claire. No one's punishing us. There's no such thing as fate. I don't know what well accent done. that was. It was close enough. <laughs> it sounded close like more like Spike. <laughs> uh, I feel like so, it was a little Australian. Yeah, okay, maybe. Maybe a yeah. twinge. Yeah. So then we cut to Saeed and Charlie running on the rocks, and Charlie's struggling to keep up, and they keep an eye on the black smoke as they run. Charlie loses sight of Saeed and begins yelling for him. And then he finds him at the wrecked plane where Boone died. And they stop to rest for a moment as Saeed mentions to Charlie that the plane was filled with heroin. And then he cracks a Mary statue and drops it. Explodes with little baggies of droogs. Yeah, I was like, come on. But Saeed didn't know. He didn't know. He doesn't know he Charlie's know. addiction. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, fuck. Yeah. And that, that shot at the end, it's like a low angle shot looking up at Charlie's face. And his yeah. face is just like, Ugh. like, I was like, you don't need it, Charlie. You Leave don't it, Charlie. It. You remember you're the moth that came out of the cocoon. Yeah. I forgot right. about that. Right. So then back with the TN team who carefully trekked through the jungle. And they talk about what might be inside the hatch. Hurley says... Yeah, and I don't feel like they are walking far enough apart from each other. No. I feel like they need to be walking much farther apart. You know, it's funny. Amy said the exact same thing. Yeah, because we're <laughs> smart-ass like, ladies. She's like, staggered very far. Yeah. If one blows up, they're all going. Exactly. Yeah. They're all going to get some, some, some Kate or some lock on them. Right. Yeah. Your eye okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so Hurley says, Hurley's starting to fantasize about uh, what might be in the hatch. And he says, stacks of TV dinners from the 50s or something. And TVs <laughs> which made with me cable. Think of, which made me think of Ted's uh Oh, yeah, Ted's his bunker. 1950s bunker. Yeah. Oh, man, that thing was awesome. They open it up and Ted comes out. Hey, yeah. you want a little gravy with that? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god john ritter uh, he's just like aged like six seven years he's like hey yeah. want a little gravy with that <laughs> that'd be awesome yeah but he, he goes on to say and tvs with cable some cell phones clean socks soap twinkies you know for dessert after the tv dinners twinkies keep for like eight thousand years man and then Locke sort of laughs and he's like i like twinkies too and then hurley says come on really what do you think is inside and Locke says, hope. I think hope's inside. And then they continue to walk through the dark territory, and they hear a screeching animal noise, and we see a large winged creature flutter off. It's like, squaw, squaw, squaw. <laughs> I like yours right? better. Yeah. What? <laughs> I like yours better. No, what kind of noise did it make? It's like, squee, squee. Yeah. Squaw, squaw, squee, squee. Yeah. I just went, yeah. But I, like a crow? I think it was like, yeah, I think you were right. Squaw, squaw? Okay. Yeah. We'll go with squaw, squaw. Hurley says, whoever named this place the Dark Territory, genius. And yeah. then 
we get a to be continued. Wow. Very what a abrupt. place to end it. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just kind of a weird place to end it. But Yeah, no musical montage, nothing to like lull us into the to be continued. Okay, fine. I mean, I would have been okay if they ended it at like Charlie looking down at I think there were just so many other better places to end it. That's true. Like that Charlie looking at it. the cocaine at the heroin. drugs. Heroin. Uh or, you know, uh Claire saying, Get my baby back but that, that would have been, been too another early good in. moment. Yeah. Um or, you know, Claire saying, There's no such thing as fate. Right. That All of those would have been better than just this rando. <laughs> All much better endings. buttons than the dark territory genius. Button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Good, that being good said, point. That being this said, is a good episode. At least it continues right on. You know? Yes. So let's just jump right into part three, shall we? Okay. You don't want to ask me how I'm feeling? Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Excellent. Let's and jump really into part three. I really want some Twinkies. <laughs> oh, I want Twinkies too. Crossover. Crossover? Remember the Twinkie episode with Impata? Oh, yeah, where Xander had to eat, eat like 12 Twinkies. Yeah. Yeah. So many Twinkies. So many Twinkies. I don't know if I could have a Twinkie now. What do you I'm mean? Sure I could. You could have a Twinkie. Why couldn't just, you? like, you know, there's like Too so heavy. Much, Too so heavy much. for my little belly. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. No. I eat much heavier stuff than Twinkies. <laughs> right? You eat dino chicken nuggets on the rig. I like cheese, you know? I eat charcuterie. <laughs> I like heavy. cheese, you know? <laughs> I like cheese, too. I just like... I Too can't imagine. Cream. I can't imagine eating a Twinkie. You know what? We should eat That's Twinkies. So we okay. should eat Twinkies for the podcast. Let's have a Twinkie break. Yeah, have a Twinkie break every once in a while. <laughs> Maybe we get sponsored by Twinkies, huh? Who are they sponsoring? What podcast are they sponsoring? Probably none. So well, this we talk be a great about them a whole them. lot. Yeah, two episodes worth. Yeah. So I, I Definitely feel like a good fit. Yeah, I feel like that there's some synergy here between the <laughs> podcast and the brand Twinkies. So. <laughs> Hit us up, Twinkies. All right, we'll, we'll eat, reach out. We'll eat them on air, and uh, you can supply oh, us yeah, with Twinkies. Oh, yeah, the listeners will love that. Yeah, they will. I mean, they're already listening to the rest of the drivel, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> so you feeling good moving into yeah. part three? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm feeling part three. So this is Exodus part three. We pick right up with the TNT team. TNT team walking through the jungle and they all see a skittering black smoke thing. Yeah. And Jack sees it and sort of looks at Kate and Kate says, yeah, I saw it too. Then yeah. a bunch of explosion type things happen as trees get uprooted and thrown. Did you have something to say? Uh, no, I'll say it later. Okay. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of, a uh, lot of stuff happening here. A lot of noises and thrashing. It sounds like a dinosaur roller coaster. Ooh, because it's good like comparison, and then <laughs> <laughs> like when you're going up on a roller coaster. Right, it did sound like, sort of mechanical. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it sounded. Yeah, you're right. That's a good dinosaur comparison. roller like coaster. Dino coaster. Okay. Yeah. So then Jack, Kate, and Hurley they move off quickly. And Locke just sort of stares a little bit. And we see her, we, we hear like some animal cries and like footsteps or sounds mm -hmm. of like, you know, like big like, stomps or something. Like a dinosaur. Like a dinosaur. And then Jack takes his pack off and runs 
with Kate and Hurley. And then Locke takes his pack off and tries to get a closer look. And then Jack sees Locke going towards the noises. Locke's like curious about yeah. this thing. Well, what um, Dave reminded me of when we were watching this is that he's seen it before. Right. First episode. Second episode? First or second episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they had like he that POV at- shot of like whatever it was looking at him, which we get again here. Yeah, because he's down, right. Right. So there's an explosion and thud right next to Locke. Locke hits the ground, and then Locke's expression changes from wonder to terror. Yeah, as he and sees. if he's seen this before mm-hmm. and he's afraid now, right? That's not good. That's not good. I don't like that. Whole lot. Uh, whole lot to see here. Yeah. But something's looming over him, and he looks right at it, sort of wide-eyed and terrified. Ooh, wide-eyed and terrified. Yeah. And then we go to commercial, back from commercial. The team runs through the thrashing jungle. Locke falls over, and he gets grabbed by something. And he starts getting dragged. Yeah. He gets dragged backwards through the jungle. The noises of the creature sounded somewhat mechanical, is what my notes say. I'm losing my voice. I'm losing my voice already. Can you Do believe you need this? Some water? I got water. Here, yeah, I got my mason jar of water. It's Drink just so your much water, lost. Patrick. Patrick. It's so much lost Drink recap. Your water. I can't keep up. Where's my Earl Grey tea? <laughs> Listen to your grandma. <laughs> you were my mother earlier. Now you're yeah, my grandma. I've aged already. <laughs> this, these two episodes are so long. So, yeah, uh, it sounded like chains or something, or like you said, dino coaster. coaster. Locke almost gets pulled into a black hole in the ground when Jack grabs his arms and tries pulling him back out. And then Locke says to let him go, that he'll be all right. And And do they see the black cloud thing again? They do, but this time it's sort of uh, behind Locke. But I don't think they see it until Kate shows up, Jack tells her to get the dynamite from his pack, which surprises her because, you know, Jack wasn't supposed to have the dynamite. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kate was supposed to have it. Right. And he tells her that's that That's why he I was winking them. at you earlier. Oh, that's why you're winking. That's okay. why my eye was doing a weird thing. Gotcha. That's called me winking. Oh, I'm very I see. good at it. Uh, I thought you were just wigging out, you know, winking out. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, you're a great winker. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a wanker. <laughs> oh boy so yeah she she's surprised by that he tells her that he switched them on her meaning he took the dynamite through it in his pack rather than hers because he's a hero mm-hmm. but hold on the, so do we see the black cloud yet i'm getting there okay okay sorry sorry she sorry, throws sorry. the dynamite stick into the hole and black smoke sort fire of explodes in fire in the hole kablooey black smoke explodes <laughs> behind lock <laughs> and uh the noises stop and then Locke is released from whatever was holding him or grabbed onto him yeah yeah so you saw this black smoke thing again huh so we see the cloud this like black cloud smoke thing and i not not okay with this special effect thing it's very weird it It was just like black smoke i felt i felt like it could have been better this felt like a polar bear thing again you think so? It was pretty bad. I think I was more forgiving because it's smoke. You know, smoke's like whatever, you know? At yeah. least like polar bear, you like, you know what that's supposed to look like. And like black smoke thing, you know? It was just like flitting own. around weird and just, yeah. 
I don't know. It was mysterious. It was stupid. You know? Early after stupid. effects. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so we cut back to on the raft, and Michael talks with Jin about what English he knows. Jin rattles off some important words like, he says, uh, starboard, aft, port, sail, eat. Jin then gives the watch, the watch, to Michael. And as he gives it to him, he says, you. Oh, yeah. And Michael kind of can't believe that he's given him this watch that they fought over earlier in earlier episodes. And he says, thank you. He's sort of, he can't yeah, believe it. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Like, he's like, what am I going to do with a watch out here in the middle of nowhere? And then he throws it in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jin punches him in the face. Yeah. And then they pick right up back up where they left <laughs> off before. <laughs> None of that yeah. happens. No, none of that happens. It's just a nice moment. Just a nice moment. He gives him but the watch. But also, yeah. Also, at the same time, I was like, yeah, but Jin was supposed to bring that watch to some contact for right? his father-in-law. So, like, maybe there's some kind of tracking. Like, again, if I'm if I'm paranoid, right? I'm right. like, there's some kind of tracking device on this watch <laughs> or some some shit with this watch so i'm like is he giving it to michael out of the kindness of his heart or is this Trixie? ah they're gonna come get you not me (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe i don't i don't know i I think it was i think he was genuine (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah that's awesome yeah i think it was genuine (laughs) genuine Uh, genuine we cut to the caves where son made claire some tea in a bowl. Yo, that's yeah, nice. So nice. Son See, says, it, "This would it, be me." <laughs> this would be you making a big bowl of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Son says, "Aaron is a beautiful name." Son then says, "Charlie will bring your baby back." Charlie and Saeed run through the jungle. Charlie finds Aaron's baby blanket on the ground, and as he picks it up, Saeed cautions him quickly, and then a booby trap of it's rocks. A booby trap. A booby trap. That's what I said. That's what I said. Falls on Charlie's face, and Charlie's face gets all bloody. Yeah. Rut-row. Yeah. Rut-row. <laughs> a bunch of rocks, it was. A bunch of rocks. Yeah. It's no fun. Rocks in the head. Anyways, yeah. Saeed tells him that they have to go back because of his boo-boo on his head, which Charlie refuses to go back without the baby. Yeah, because he says it's bleeding a lot, and, and right. so Saeed is like, you we got to go to the air put care. pressure on it. Yeah. But uh, Charlie doesn't want to give up. He refuses to go back without the baby. And then Saeed has a light bulb moment. And he's like, huh? And then he starts opening a bullet. Well, because Charlie, I think, gives him and the idea kind of where he's like, uh, what does he say? Because um, he's like, you're going you're gonna to have to fix it. And Saeed says, I'm not a doctor. And Charlie says, you're a soldier. What do people do when you get wounded? I'm not going it. back without that baby, Saeed. And that's yeah. when Saeed is like, oh, light bulb. Oh, light bulb. I can Soldier. cauterize that wound with some uh, gunpowder here. Yeah, and I was like, damn. Look at this. That is smart. Industrious. Yeah. Yeah, so he pulls apart a bullet, dumps the uh, uh, gunpowder. I almost called it bullet powder, but that's not that's not that's right. That's not right. It's gunpowder. And he Opens says- Opens the bullet, pours gunpowder onto Charlie's boo-boo, and then he lights it with a match- well, he, does, first he says, this is not going to be pleasant. No, it doesn't sound fun. doesn't no. sound pleasant at all. And Charlie yells at the top of his lungs. Yeah. As it cauterizes his boo-boo. 
Oof. But genius. But also genius. So A plus for the day, Saeed. Yeah. Flashback to Hurley sleeping in a bed. He wakes up to his power being out. So his alarm clock didn't work. He sees that his outlet blew. And then he makes a phone call and he says on the phone, he says, I need my car. 20 minutes? Look, I can't miss my flight. My mom's birthday is tomorrow. And then Hurley runs to the elevator, which is full. He runs for the stairs and we see Charlie in the elevator who calls out after him. He says, uh, some of us have a bloody flight to make. (laughs) (laughs) So he's running behind too. He's running behind too. That's that rock and roll lifestyle, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Hurley takes off and he drives to the airport, but of course his car breaks down, and then he tries oh, to hurry man. hurry along the ticket counter lady who says she's going as fast as she can. You know, I've been here. I've had these oh, days yeah. where oh, everything yeah. goes wrong. Yeah. You know, everything. just no matter what you do, the universe is against you. Yep. She informs him that he has to purchase two tickets because of his size. As uh, she hands over his tickets, she tells him that his flight is already boarding over in the international terminal, and then Hurley then runs through the airport. He tries cutting the TSA line, saying it's an emergency, and then the TSA guy informs him, he can't cut, he's got to go to the end of the line. And then this is the part where we see Arst. Yep. He's heckling the guy in front of him in the TSA line about, about Yeah, he's his like, laptop. oh, you're taking the computer out now? <laughs> yeah, I love this. <laughs> Such a great moment. Uh, it's like, oh, this guy, this arts guy. If you felt bad about the explosion before, like anytime you see him in a flashback, you're like, okay, you know, no, whatever. I get it. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Hurley runs up to a guy, like an old guy on a scooter, and he buys the scooter off him for $1,600. Well, yeah, first he offers him 500 bucks, and he's like, I just had a hip replacement. I need this thing. <laughs> and Hurley just takes out all the cash in his wallet, like, and he's like, off. okay, 1600 Yeah. I fucking love this scene of Hurley just running through the airport. Yeah. Oh, it's like this fun music, scooter. too. It's a yeah. good time. It is a great yeah. time. Yeah. So he takes the guy's scooter, and he makes it to flight gate 23 just as they're closing the door, but they still allow him to board the plane saying, it's your lucky day. Sure is his lucky day, And Charlie say? should have put this together. Flight 815, 23. 23. I mean, Hurley should have put this together. He should have. But yeah. maybe he didn't know the flight. I mean, I don't know. I never know, like, the flight number, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I pay attention to him. I think you like you got to look them up sometimes, like on the board to find out what terminal they're at. You know. Yeah, but but, it, I, think but I, I mean need... nowadays you check in with your phone and like you know it just tells you on the phone like what terminal you're in. You don't even have yeah. to know the flight number. I feel like right. I mean it probably is there, but you know if you don't need to know it, you don't have to pay attention to it. Yep. So back on the island at night, Hurley recites the numbers as they walk through the jungle with torches, and Kate overhears the number twenty three. Revealing that Wait, Hurley, you what? didn't you didn't talk about him getting on the. Yeah, I did. You did. Oh no no no! We we get that later. It, we go back to a flashback when he gets on the plane. No, he says, "Hold the door, hold the door, hold the oh, door," yeah, yeah. which is also "Hold door, hold door, hold door, hold door." Anyway, and then and <laughs> the woman is like, "Sir, the jetway is closed," and he says, "Please, for the love of all that is good and holy in the world, let me on this plane." Yeah. She was like, okay, one second. And then she calls like inside the plane. Right. And then she looks back at Hurley and says, this is your lucky day. And then Hurley picks her up and gives her a big hug and gets on. (laughs) Or at least walks down the jetway. Then we cut to Hurley saying the numbers in the jungle with torches. Torches, very important to say. 
Yes. Kate overhears the number That's 23. Important. And she reveals to Hurley that 23 is significant to her because $23,000 was the reward for finding Kate. Yeah. Jack and Locke talk about the thing that grabbed John in the jungle. And then Locke says he believes he was being tested. And, so he uh, lets his, his religion yeah. slip a little here. All right, I think this is a good moment to do some lines. You want to do some okay. lines? Yeah, yeah, right. let's do some you wanna lines. Be, you want to be Jack or Locky? Uh, I want to be Locke. All right, cool. So I'll be Jack. <sighs> tested? Where are we? Oh, yeah, tested. I think that's why you and I don't see eye to eye sometimes, Jack, because you're a man of science. Yeah? And what does that make you? Me? Well, I'm a man of faith. Do you really think all this is an accident? That we, a group of strangers, survived, many of us, with just superficial injuries? Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence, especially this place? We were brought here for a purpose, for a reason. All of us. Each one of us was brought here for a reason. <sighs> brought here? And who brought us here, John? <laughs> the island. The island brought us here. This is no ordinary place. You've seen that. I know you have. But the island chose you too, Jack. It's destiny. Did you talk to Boone about destiny, John? Boone was a sacrifice that the island demanded. What happened to him at that plane was a part of a chain of events that led us here, that led us down a path, that led you and me to this day to right now. And where does that path end, John? The path ends at the hatch. The hatch, Jack, all of it, all of it happened so that we could open the hatch. No, no, we're opening the hatch so that we can survive. Survival is all relative, Jack. I don't believe in destiny. Yes, you do. You just don't know it yet. And then I walk off in a huff. Well, Woo. he's always walking off in a huff. <laughs> right, well, he's always huffing, huffing and puffing. <laughs> he's a puffer fish, this one, Jack, yeah. the puffer fish. <laughs> yeah, that's a powerful scene. Yeah, although I will say you do a better lock, definitely. Yeah. So you should have just done that whole scene yourself. <laughs> I know. I was like I was like, Sammy's trying her best, you know, she doesn't have she doesn't have lockdown, you know. Yeah. That's okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> you got sun though, you know. Sun's yeah. good. Okay. Thank you. So flashback to Locke at the flight gate. The lady informs Locke that they don't have the boarding wheelchair. Which I guess what's so Whoa, special hold about on. a that boarding wheelchair? Yet. What are you what are you talking about? Oh no no no. Don't go by the don't go by the transcript. It's cut differently than the transcript. Oh, okay. Yeah, go go to your notes. <laughs> Let me go to my notes. Yeah, because I, I noticed that oh, transcript yeah. too. Yes, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. My notes are with are copacetic with you. What is it? Yeah. What is the word I'm looking for? Copacetic? Copacetic, uh I don't think that's the word I'm looking for, but that's okay. Copacabana, that's what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, it's Copacabana with yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so flashback to lock at the to flight gate. Copa, Copa, Copa Cabana, Cabana. The hottest spot north mm-hmm, of Havana. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try to make some lost reference, but nothing That's came okay. to me. No time. The lady informs Locke that they don't have the special boarding wheelchair, and the only way to get him on is to carry him on, which he reluctantly agrees to. Oh, it's yeah. so sad. Well, you got to carry I him mean, on. I mean, he just he's just so defeated looking. Yeah. I mean, he's an independent guy, and he likes to do things on his own. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it can't feel good to have to rely on adults to carry you yeah. onto a airplane. I can only imagine how that must feel for him. 
So they place him in the seat and then he drops his ticket and he can't even reach it. Yeah. So they're like, if you need anything, just give us a call. And yeah, then yeah. he tries to reach his ticket, but he can't. And he yeah. just kind of sits he, back. Yeah. It's kind of sad. We cut back to the TN team who arrive at the hatch at night Hold with torches. Up. What, what, what? Do we see, does Jack see him? Not yet. Locke? I don't think so. On the plane? They might make eyes and like nod or something. Yeah, yeah that happens. I thought I wrote that down, but maybe not. Maybe it just wasn't significant here. enough. Unless do they go back to the plane? I don't think so. Okay, well, we'll say that it happens now, and then yeah. we'll see if it pops up later in my notes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we cut back to the TN team who arrive at the hatch at night with torches. Oh, boy. This is this your is favorite. This is the culmination of everything culmination. you ever wanted. Everything that I love. Now, if only it was raining. I know. But if then it was raining, the torches would go out. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Would torches go out in the rain? Probably. Depends on the rain. It depends on the torch as well. Depends on the torch. If they're just like, <laughs> you know, if it's just fire sticks. Yeah. If it's just fire on a stick, it'll go out. They call if them candles, candle, Sammy? <laughs> no. <laughs> I it's just a fire mean stick. if it's just, <laughs> if it's like a big chunk of wood and yeah. the fire is at the end of it it'll go out right. but if it's like propane right then that's not like gonna go out the classic so i don't think they have they're holding propane torches like they have at the you know olympics or something or like a tiki torch yeah they don't have one of those right yeah great scene because of all of these factors no rain but you know we'll we'll, we'll take everything else so lock asks hurley to take the extra sticks back a couple hundreds of yards Away yes. from the hatch. So when they blow up the hatch, the other dynamite doesn't explode. Makes sense. Right. Makes sense. So Hurley asked for a flashlight because the torches and dynamite thing, not making a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that too. I'm like, yeah, thank yeah. you, Hurley. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Torches and nit- nitroglycerin. I Smart. Think, yeah. I think we'd all be uh, crowding around um, Jackie's little flashlight there. Yeah. But then he can't stagger, I guess. Yeah. So uh, they begin to rig up some wire to the sticks of dynamite. And then we cut to the raft crew. Sawyer and Michael talk about the radio and how they need to turn it on once every hour. Yeah. Sawyer then tells Michael he's got a lot of patience for being a father. And Sawyer then reveals to Michael that his father shot himself when he was eight. And then Michael says, is that why you want to die, man? And Sawyer's like, what? Michael says, since the day you told me you wanted on this raft, I couldn't figure it out. Why does a guy who only cares about himself want to risk his life to save everyone else? The way I see it, there's only two choices. You're either a hero or you want to die. And Sawyer says, well, I ain't no hero, Mike. Yeah, he also says before he gets into that, when he's saying that Michael has a lot of patience, he says, I'd have shown him the back of my hand a long time ago, a lot cheaper than a shrink. And I was like, uh, yeah, but then he would need to shrink way more if you're hitting him. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Let's not take parenting advice from Sawyer. That's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. No. So then we hear a beeping on the radar machine, and then they say, something's out there. We cut to a shot of a beach at night with black smoke billowing from, like, this fire that's, like, set on top of, like, these sticks on the beach. Yeah, it just looks like, I don't know, it looks like a rock on fire. 
on top of some yeah. twigs. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then Charlie and Saeed investigate closer. Charlie notices that there's no footprints on the beach around it. And oh, then was they it hear, Charlie who noticed that? Or I think it was Charlie. Saeed, oh, okay. I think Saeed was like talking about who might have said it. And then Charlie's like, there's no footprints. Something, oh, okay. I don't know. That's what my notes say. I'm going to trust him. Yeah. They then hear a baby crying close by, and they yell into the jungle for Danielle to show herself and give the baby back. And then Danielle emerges from the bushes. You want to do some more lines? Yeah. All right. You want to be Danielle, Saeed? Uh, the lines say that Saeed says there's no footprints. Oh, okay. Fine. Well, I think, I, I you think know what? I'm right I'll trust you. I'll trust your transcript. Fine. Yeah. Right. Well, it's Saeed not just the transcript. No. I thought that Saeed said it. That's it's not true. really a Charlie. Okay. It's not really, you know, it'd be much more in character for Saeed to notice that than Charlie. So you're saying you're going to side with your notes and the transcript over just my notes. Well, I didn't have notes about that. I'm siding with my memory and the transcript. Your memory and the transcript. Yes. Over my notes, my diligent notes. I would side with my, notes, with my memory notes. over your notes any day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, do you want to play Danielle or Saeed? Or Charlie? Uh, I want to play Danielle. All right, you play Danielle. I'll be Saeed, and I'll also be Charlie. Okay. Okay, so you start with, <laughs> they were not here. Oh, okay. I started with her crying. Yeah. They were I mean, not here. <laughs> Are you Danielle or Saeed? <laughs> I'm Danielle. I just said okay. they were not here. <laughs> Jesus. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> just sounded like Sa- Saeed. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Uh, Danielle, you have to give us the baby. I just wanted my Alex back. God damn it. Now I sound like Saeed. I can't get <laughs> See, it out of I my head. See, I told you. I'm trying to... Hold on. You're trying to do a French thing? Je, That's okay. Je m'appelle Sammy. Je yeah. suis... Je suis Danielle. Je suis... <laughs> means... <laughs> well, I guess it kind of works. Okay, hold on. I got to get into French mode. I got to get right. into French mode. Je parle un peu français. I just want—I just wanted my Alex back. I thought if I gave them the babe, it just sounds like Saeed. That's okay. We'll go with it. I think it sounds great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I thought if I gave them the baby. It's okay. I know. It's okay. And then she hands the baby over to Charlie and Saeed. And Charlie says, I've got him. There never were any others. You started the fires yourself. No, I heard them whispering. You're a nut job. You heard nothing. I heard them say that they were coming for the child. The others said they were coming for the boy. You're pathetic. And at this point, I was like, oh, fuck. They mean Walt. Oh, you figured it out? I figured it out. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, mm, they're coming mm. for Walt. They're coming for Walty. Yep. Perhaps. We'll see. And then Danielle cries to herself. And then back at the hatch, (laughs) Jack and Locke rig up explosives on the hatch door. They clear the area. Locke says he'll light the fuse. And then Kate questions Jack about why he lied about the dynamite as they kind of cower back away from the hatch area. Mm -hmm. Jack says, sorry, I'm not going to let drawing straws make decisions like that for us, Kate. And then Kate says, you had no right to make that choice. And Jack says everybody wants me to be a leader until I make a decision that they don't like. You want to keep second guessing me, Kate? That's your call. There's something that you need to know. If we survive this, if we survive tonight, we're going to have a lock problem. And I have to know that you've got my back. I've got your back. 
I got your back. Yeah. And then Hurley drops his flashlight as he picks it up. He notices the numbers 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 on the hatch. And he starts freaking out for Locke to stop. And he says, the numbers are bad. Stop. Stop. The numbers are bad. But Locke lights the fuse anyways, and the dynamite explodes the hatch door. Then we cut back to the raft where the radar is beeping. And it's like dark. It's at night. We're getting that boop, boop. And then Sawyer says, it's closer. And they argue whether or not to fire the flare off since they only have one. And the radar blips starting to move off farther away. And Michael decides to fire the flare off into the sky. And he says, please, God. They all begin to celebrate as the blip begins to come closer. Boop, boop, boop. It's coming closer. And then they begin to hear something approaching, kind of like a like a motorboat or something. And we cut to like a POV shot of them. And we can sort of like see like the water at night. And it looks like there's something sort of yeah coming this is a great scene i love this scene so tense it is but i have so many problems with it oh okay well first of all you didn't even acknowledge the star wars reference that was made in this yeah yeah you're right yeah i have that my trivia hey han you and chewie want to slow down a second and talk to me here (laughs) we have to fire the flare (laughs) it's so great so i love any star wars reference but this one's really good (laughs) it's also sad that he refers to Mike Jin as Chewy because he can't understand what Jin is saying. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um I was kind of like, okay, I understand like any blip is probably they're thinking is a good sign. Right. But like Dave and I talked about this a little bit and we were like, all right, probably small boats are not going to be out here. Like at first I was like, I don't know, it could be like locals, but I guess if it's, I guess if it's like locals to the island, like, yeah. you know, we don't want that. Right. So the only thing you'd really want to be rescued by is a big ship. whale. Oh, no. Well, or, you know, or a whale, maybe <laughs> kind, kind of like a Pinocchio situation. <laughs> He's here. Jump on his back. <laughs> um, so, and if it was a really big ship, they would have lots of lights that you'd be able to see from a distance. True. Yeah. So. You would see that thing. I would not have lit that flare. Right. Hmm. And. That's a good point. It is kind of a shot in the dark. It's literally a shot in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I think my instincts are. Spot on. Let me yeah. wink at you again. Okay. My yeah. wink stinks. Your wink, wink stinks. My wink does stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't quite think about that. But mm. they think well, that you they- Well, you know how much I know about ships, Pat. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know every, all there is to know about ships and Mass mostly poop jibboon, decks. Mass poop yeah. decks, starboard <laughs> you know it all. You could, you could, uh, you could uh, sell a master class on, on ship sailing. <laughs> um so yeah the bip the blip bip the blip begins to come closer and they begin to hear something approaching and then a bright light turns onto them clunk and the music swells yeah, like as they all celebrate them. by being found by this boat is what it seems like as it gets closer Woo, yeah. Woo-hoo, yeah. so then the boat kills its motor motor and once you be michael here and i'm gonna be the bearded man who are we glad to see you? What's going on? 
What are you folks doing out this far? We were... The plane crashed. We were on the island for a month, man. Plane crash, huh? Well, how about that? We were on an island. Uh, oh, flight 815. Hey, where are we? Well, it's a good thing we found you. Yeah. Yeah, we survived and there's a whole group of people on the... Well, ain't that something. Yeah. Only the thing is... We're gonna have to take the boy. What? What'd you say? The boy. We're gonna have to take him. Hey, what the hell's going on here? Who are you people? Just give us the boy. I'm not giving you anybody. Well, all right then. And then the floodlight is turned off. Sawyer draws his gun, but he's shot first by one of the other two men on the boat, and he falls into the water. Jin dives in after him. And then two men jump onto the raft. One grabs Walt and the other fights with Michael. Walt starts screaming for his dad. Dad! Dad! So sad. Michael says, no! And then Michael gets pushed into the water. Walt is taken onto the boat screaming. A woman, who's also on this mysterious boat, throws a Molotov cocktail. It's like a little jar. It's a cute little Molotov cocktail. It's like yeah, a little, it is cute. It's like a little mason, mason jar. jar. <laughs> like a little jelly jar, you yeah, know? Yeah, like a little, little jelly jar lights. bomb. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can't really get mad at it because it's just a cute little so jelly cute. jar. <laughs> uh, so Walt says, help me. And then Michael says, Walt. And there's a whole bunch of Walt and help me and dad and please and, Michael and screaming says, and yelling. A plague on both your houses. No, I don't think he said that. Sorry, that was his role in, in Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. <laughs> I figured that's what it was a reference to. <laughs> As Mercutio. Yeah. It's Mercutio. His tis but a scratch. <laughs> so you yeah, shall I'll- find me tomorrow a grave man. <laughs> it's funny, right? Double yeah, entendre because really... he dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Shakespeare, man. It's <laughs> genius. Genius. <laughs> so they take Walt on the boat and they drive off with Walt and they leave the raft in shambles burning as they yeah. kind of jump into the water. Very chaotic. So then we cut to in the old slow motion montage at the caves. Oh, boy. And Charlie brings... Aaron, the baby, back to Claire. Charlie and Claire hug it out. Charlie's smiling. Everybody's smiling. Saeed washes himself in the water as Shannon runs up to him and hugs him. Claire looks at Charlie's boo-boo as he dips for more water. We can see that he has a a Mary statue. statue in his backpack. And inside the Mary statue is drugs. Yes. I mean, I would be really impressed if he only took the Mary statue and left the drugs. Maybe he became really religious. Maybe. Or maybe he just wanted to decorate his little tent. Yeah. Or his cave at this point. Or he was like, oh, you know what? I'll give this as a present to Claire because Mary's a mother. She's a mother. I mean, the baby would probably like it for a toy, given that there's no toys on the island, most likely. Right. But it's glass. Mm, Good point. So probably don't want to give that to I'm the parent in this scenario. (laughs) Yes, yes. And aren't we worried? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so then we get the the slow motion uh, montage 
sort of bleeds into a flashback, which I thought was interesting in the yeah. editing. And we flashback to Flight 815 boarding, and we can see all of the main characters sitting down, stowing their belongings. Michael tightens Walt's seatbelt. Kate gets handcuffed in her seat. Saeed looks at a photo of Nadia. Shannon rifles through her backpack for her puffer, but Boone hands it to her nicely and yeah, smiles. Yeah, that was so nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's yeah. nice to see Boone because he did, you know. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hurley is sweating profusely as he boards the plane as the last person, and he gives a thumbs up to Walt as he takes his double seat. Yeah, and Walt gives him a nice big smile back. He does, yeah, it's a nice moment. And he uh, Hurley starts reading a comic book with the polar bear on it. Yes. And then we even see Arst. He and just kind of shuffles by. Helps Claire with her luggage. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. Didn't even realize that. Yeah. That's so nice. one nice thing he did. That's the one nice thing before he exploded. Yeah. Jack smiles at Locke. So this is where they smile at each other. Oh, okay. Okay. And then back weird. at the hatch, still in slow motion. They come closer to the hatch, which the door is looking a little mangled. And Jack and Locke work well, together. Well, it just to, got exploded, so. It just you got know. exploded, so it makes sense. They they work together to move this mangled door off the hatch hole. Hatch hole? Hatch hole. Hatch hole. <laughs> You're being a real hatch hole. <laughs> You're being a real hatch hole, you know? <laughs> and then they look into the hatch hole as the camera cranes downward looking up at the the crew who's looking down into the hole and it reveals not much but we see a ladder at least leading down the hole and this this and camera goes, goes down, down far. a while yeah and it goes down that ladder does not go all the way down maybe because nope. it got exploded i don't know but probably i don't not. know i don't know but so. this this shot is like a very uh iconic shot of lost yeah of them looking down into the hatch into the hatch Woo. What a great shot to end on. And then, boom, we hit the lost credits for the end of season one. Oh, wow. Wow. Holy moly. Man, what a season. Oh, wow. Woo. I'm just glad we're finally done with season one. Yeah. What a way to end it, huh? Yeah. So much mystery and intrigue. So much intrigue. Woo. Wow. So much okay. explosions. So much explosions. Two explosions in one episode. Well, I yeah. guess it was technically two different episodes. Well, we got another explosion on the on the uh, raft too. Oh yeah, that's true. Lots yeah. of explosions. Lots of explosions. So yeah, what'd you think, huh? Pretty I crazy. Mean, I thought this was a banger. Two banger Bangers, episodes. Two double banger <laughs> episodes. We never say that about shows. Never. <laughs> Never. Um yeah. This yeah. was uh this was a pretty crazy ending. It makes sense that the last thing that happens is is the hatch being opened. Yeah. All right. You want some trivia for these? Yeah. All right. So this is what I was talking about earlier. So the Europe and Australian markets, this episode was cut into two one hour long episodes, making it Exodus Part Two and Exodus Part Three. Which is what we saw. Right. <laughs> uh, for the Region 2 and Region 4 DVD releases, the same is also true for the American release of Lost on DVD and Blu-ray. So I don't know what to take away from that. 
But we do get a little bit more explanation. It says, in an interview for Lost, the official magazine, Damon Lindelof explained that this episode was originally one hour long with commercials. This would make the season one finale two parts aired over two weeks, and ABC asked them to write a 90-minute episode, but they overwrote it, giving them three parts airing over two weeks. So this... (laughs) These two episodes were supposed to be one longer 90-minute episode, but because it ended up being longer, they just sort of split it into like two one-hour episodes. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. I think I just figured it out just now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) According to Damon Lindelof, a flashback for Vincent had been planned for this episode. Aww. The scene would show Vincent's experience at the airport. However, details of the scene were spoiled by the press, so the producers decided to not shoot it since it was not important and it was only an (laughs) in-joke. Yeah, also, I feel like that would have been, especially if they show him, like, in the cargo hold. Yeah. Cargo hold? That's right, right? (laughs) Or am I still thinking ships? (laughs) No, I think cargo hold makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just feel like baggage container. Yeah, well, that's because that's where he so depressing. That's where he goes. I mean, that's what Michael said to Walt. I just can't remember if it was actually called the cargo hold, but I'm pretty sure it is. Right. Um, I know plane. You know, I don't know planes. I know ship stuff. Okay, you ask me ship stuff, I can tell you ship stuff. Okay. All right. Anyway, that would (laughs) have been really sad. That would have been sad if that was like his experience, like going down there. I I think I would have just lost it emotionally yeah. if they were I wonder how it. they would have shot it. I wonder if they would have got creative like made like a fisheye lens like a GoPro. Yeah, know? probably. <laughs> like dog vision, yeah. dog cam. Yeah. <laughs> Roaming around the airport, you know? Yeah. And like all the voices are kind of like um like muffled or sort yeah, of like muffled. when Jin when we saw Jin's perspective. He's like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think they did that on Simpsons once where they're like the it was like kind of like dog cam. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. bad dog, bad, bad dog. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like they know certain words. <laughs> right. They only know certain Eat, words. run, walk. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So Walt asked for new batteries for his Game Boy Advance SP, but SPs run on rechargeable batteries that, nearly, that last for nearly 2,000 charges, making it very unlikely that Walt would need his Game Boy replaced, his batteries. It doesn't wow. make sense. It's kind of an error, you know? Yeah. A little flub. A little flub. <laughs> the sound effects used for his uh, Game Boy game that Walt was playing are from Atari 2600, Donkey Kong, and Pac-Man games. So clearly the sound designers <laughs> were, just... were like, what do we have for video game sound effects? Uh, This one's from 1982. That'll Let's work. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't just get the actual Game Boy and like play it and listen to the sound effects. And, like, use the real sound effects? Who knows? Maybe there's, like, rights, you know? Oh, maybe. That they got to clear. Yeah, that's probably true. Reference that you already mentioned here. When Sawyer is explaining that they need to fire the flare, he refers to Michael and Jen as Han and Chewie. (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, The final words of the season, do you know what they are? The last words that were spoken. Uh, oh, I didn't write them down, so no. You, you probably wouldn't remember because it was a while back. It's Michael screaming, Walt. Okay. 
And these were also the first words of the season. Is what? Michael screaming Walt? Oh, in the like background. Like in the commotion. Because yeah. Jack doesn't say anything for a while. No. Nope. He just runs and breathes. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Crazy bookends, huh? That's crazy, man. Woo! So when Hurley is racing through the airport on a scooter, the backs of the girls' soccer team is shown, and their jersey numbers, in order, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Boom. Didn't even notice. Didn't even notice that. I should have picked up on that. I definitely remember seeing like a girls' soccer team, but I didn't even look at the numbers. So great. I got to look at numbers more. Yeah, well, I got some more number trivia for you here. The elevator that Hurley tries to go into in the hotel is numbered 23. That's a lot of elevators for a hotel. Yeah, it is. a big hotel. Mm -hmm. When Hurley's car breaks down, get this one. This This is a loaded numbers trivia, okay? The kilometers on the counter is 42. The temperature is 23 degrees Celsius. The speed is 16, then 15, 8, and 4. All of the mystic numbers. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, what's 23 degrees Celsius? Uh, I'm going to guess 62 degrees Fahrenheit. 73.4. Okay. So that makes sense. The old man that Hurley paid for the scooter in the airport is wearing a hat embroidered with Crazy 8's Casino. Another reference, you know, 8. Oh. <laughs> Hurley boarded through gate 23. That I did pick up on. Yeah, that one was right there. It's pretty right big. There. Right, right there. Right there. Smack you in the face. Right there. Smack right in the face. <laughs> the last two minutes of the episode contain no spoken dialogue whatsoever. Yeah, well, because I was, when you asked me what the last words were, I was like, I don't think Locke or Jack say anything. There's a whole lot of music. Yeah, as they're like opening up the hatch. So A lot of lost montage music. Michael Giacchino. Just playing them strings. Mm. Woo. It's good stuff. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful music. Son asks Claire what the name Aaron means. Claire has no idea. Do you know what Aaron actually means? A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. It means mountain of strength. Oh. Which is interesting considering the island in which they are strand- stranded has various mountains. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Mountain of strength. So that's all the trivia I got. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hot job, Pat. So how how did I do for the recap? You did, did I do great. okay? Yeah. I almost lost my voice in the in the uh, process here. Yep. But I felt like I I did okay. Yeah, you did a great job. Didn't put me to sleep. Didn't push you to sleep. Didn't have to came, interrupt too many times. Came in under time. You mm-hmm. know, made a shorter episode, so that's good. Yep. <laughs> Uh, You want to talk about favorite Favorite moments? moments. Yeah. What's your favorite moment? Do you want to just pick one for both of these? Or Uh, well, when we did a double Buffy, I think when we did a double Buffy, we picked a favorite moment from each episode. Okay. So, what's your uh, favorite moment for part two? Um. Oh. Okay. Right. Part two and part three. It's confusing. (laughs) (laughs) It is. My favorite moment was. I think it was when Jack and Locke like were making the joke about operation. <laughs> that was a good one. He goes, <laughs> and Locke is like, <laughs> I was like oh, Jesus. <laughs> it makes Jackie jump. I kind of wanted to say arts blowing up, but that's messed up. 
Yeah, I think it my... just happens in such a funny way. Yeah. But it's also like really fucked up. Like, cause it made me think of, um, it made me just think of like war movies yeah. and, and people stepping on landmines. And I yeah. was like, no, this is fucked up. Like this shit happens. And like people like, remember yeah. we were talking a while ago about the, um, the things they carried by Tim O'Brien mm-hmm. and like this happens and they like right. have pieces of yeah. like soldiers on them. So right. I was like, yeah, oh, it's pretty messed up. That yeah. being said, it made me laugh a lot. And I, I pick it as my we favorite are. moment. Oh, God. <laughs> I was thinking of picking that one, too. Oh, we are sick just, people. <laughs> we are sick, sick. But you know what? The way that they wrote and directed that moment, they totally made it for laughs. Yeah. I mean, especially like the way they with set Hurley. his character up. Yeah. And, yeah, and just all the badgering he's doing. And he calls Kate princess. It's like you're kind it's sort of like uh, in Jurassic Park with the lawyer. Oh, yeah. You know, where you're just like, this guy is such an ass. Like, well what is his deal? And you're like, God, something needs to happen to him. He's just a buzzkill and he's the worst. And then the T-Rex eats him. And when that happened in the theater, as my mom likes to tell me, because I didn't see it in theaters, but she did. Yeah. Everybody clapped when the T-Rex eats the lawyer in Jurassic Park. I love when that happens. It's kind of, you know, it's one of those moments. And see, that's the thing that we're not going to get anymore if movie theaters close. Like I remember seeing the the Harry Potters at midnight And, like, mm-hmm. everyone's, like, so tense and, like, we're all on the same ride together. <sighs> Don't make me sad. Okay, one I'm of my sorry. favorite movie theaters just closed. They announced that they're closing. The one in, that I used to go to in Hollywood. Oh, oh, so, so you sad. You were in Hollywood, Pat? The Arc Light. Yeah, I never told you that story. I used to live <laughs> in L.A. for a little bit. Yeah. I've never heard oh, this. Yeah. The Arc Light. I'm oh, sorry. So sad. The but they are Light. opening I one in Boston. I've been there. Is that one of the ones where they like bring you food? No, they just had the best. They oh, they had yeah, the best theaters. Here. Their seats were like Tempur-Pedic, large, nice. oversized. It was, and their popcorn was amazing. They had very strict policies and no like phones. Like you couldn't leave. Like you couldn't leave the theater. <laughs> like it was just. Like, it was fantastic. Yeah. If you had to like, pee, you just sit there and you pee right in your pants. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you pee your pants and guess what? You'd be happy to do it because the theater's so great. <laughs> and you're on a Tempur-Pedic chair. <laughs> you're on Tempur-Pedic. It just soaks it right up. Who cares? <laughs> no, it was fantastic. Wow. And I saw so many movies there. It's just Aww, one of the sorry, best theaters. Pat. Yeah, it's so sad. It's really so sad. sad. Um, okay, favorite moment for part three. Okay, favorite moment for part three I mean, I know what you're going to say. What? Opening the hatch. The shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You called it. Yep. (laughs) You nailed it. Open the hatch. And then the camera craning down. Oh, it's so good. Although I really do like when uh, the the group with the bearded man on the boat, I really like that whole scene on the raft. Yeah. That's a pretty good suspense. scene. It's so tense. It's so freaky. Seeing like just different people for the first time on the island. I mean, it's not on the island, but it's close to the island. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with that scene. You're going to go with the boat scene? Yeah. So great. Is there like something tense about it? It's kind of like uh, Jaws too, with the radar beeps and stuff. And it's at yeah. night. It's tense. It's good. Great scene. Okay. I All also right, so... really liked Saeed cauterizing Charlie's wound. <laughs> yeah. That was that pretty was, good. That good was stuff. a pretty great moment. Um, all right. You have any new predictions for season two? Oh, man. Um, so they got the hatch open. Yeah. 
got the hatch opened. So my prediction about the hatch was that that it was going to be like the others or there's like a civilization living down there. Right. Hatch people. Hatch people. Mm-hmm. Um, Hatchies. So I'm still going to stick with that. So I guess okay. that's not a new prediction. I don't know if that counts. Nope, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're just doubling down. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to make a backstory prediction because yeah. it's going to be sort of too hard to figure that out for the first episode right. of a new season. Um, what do you think is going to happen with the raft? It didn't look too bad. Yeah. Like it looks like they could, they probably could get back on there and and stamp out the um, the fire. They they could do like a, a Rose and um, Jack thing on the door where they yeah. just kind of hang onto the pieces. I'll never let go. Yeah. I'll never or let like go. Or like Jaws Jim. when they kick back, they like are on top of uh, pieces of the boat and then they kick oh, back yeah. to the shore. Yeah. Yeah. I think that something I think something like that's going to happen because I don't hear they're, they're far enough out in the water. There's no other land around them. They're either all going to drown, which I don't think is going to happen, or they're going to find a way to get back on the raft, but it's probably going to be too damaged to really be able to use, so they're Mm going to have to get back to the island. Hmm. So I think that's what's going to happen. So they're going to survive. They're not going to die, because you were saying that they're going to die on the raft. Well, I was saying I don't think everybody that was on the raft is going to make it back alive. Okay. If they ever return. Okay. So Sawyer was shot. I don't think he's dead. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think he's dead. So I think, I don't know if they're going to make it back to the island, but I think what's going to happen is they're going to put the fire out on the raft and they're going to have to try to make it back to the island. Okay. Although Walt being taken is like, but where are these other people going to go? They're going to have to go back to the island too. So yeah, I think they're... I think the raft folks are going to go back to the island. Rafties and hatchies. Yeah. Okay. That's good enough. I just like, well, I want to make a prediction about the hatch, about Rousseau. Like there's so much. So much. That happened that I feel like I need to make, I need to talk about more of these things, but. No, no. It's okay. No, no. One one prediction. (laughs) You can tell me to stop. (laughs) Tell me to stop. All right. Then I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Cool. All yeah. right. One thing that... Uh, I was going to ask you what you predict will happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? It'd probably be less accurate than your predictions, <laughs> even though I've seen most of the seasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing you've been listening to, watching to, uh, or watching and reading. I have been watching... So I stopped watching this for a while, but started watching it again. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, it's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You sent me a clip. I sent you, yeah, because Seth Green was on it. Right. And it had and, my name in it. Yeah. And his name was Patrick. He was like a delivery man. Right. It says, you um, don't know me, Patrick, or you know me, Pat- Patrick, something n- like No. That. The song, so she's like, the main character is like freaking out and just like wigging out about something that yeah. I won't say in case anybody ever wants to watch the show. So she's singing, she's like confiding in Patrick, Seth Green, the delivery man. Yeah. Because um, she feels like she can't talk to anybody else about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, tell me I'm okay, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole song is like her being like, please tell me that I'm okay. <laughs> right. And uh, 
And it's really funny because like at one point, Seth Green is like playing the piano and then he's yeah. like sitting on top of the piano and he's just kind of like, what? How did I get here? And then the <laughs> and and then like the the like like a, a package like a box is like playing the piano. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I sent it to you because, well, sometimes we talk. So about, many connections. Sometimes we talk about deep stuff and I'm like, I'm not OK. But <laughs> Tell also, me that I'm OK. Your name is Patrick, and that's it's right. Seth Green, so yeah, it was nice. all good. Yeah, so for that. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, hilarious. Where can you see it? Um, you can watch it on Netflix. Ah, Netflix. Um, cool. But, you know, it's not for people who don't like musicals, so mm, yeah, it would not be up your alley. Does Amy like musicals? Yeah, she does. She would like it. It's, oh, it's so funny, and it's like... The main character is like really boy crazy, but it's also a super like progressive show at the same time. So mm. it's got a fun, fun balance. Fun. Yeah. Cool. What about you? I'm going to say we've been on a Marvel kick as oh, of late. Boy. We're starting to rewatch all the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. We're starting uh, We're starting over from the beginning, but we're doing a different order of the movies. So we're doing it like more chronologically, how they happen like in the Marvel universe. So when so, you say you're starting over from the beginning, like as yeah. if you've never seen any Marvel movies. Right. So we started with Captain America because mm-hmm. Captain America starts like in World War II era. Yeah. We start with that and then we watched Captain Marvel and then we watched Iron Man because Captain Marvel's like in the 90s. Iron Man is like uh, 2000s. Okay. So, so yeah, we're on that. But the thing I'm going to recommend is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is the new Marvel series on uh, Disney Plus? It's a good show. What's that? It's got about? good action. Well, it's about the uh, Falcon. I don't know what the Falcon is. Okay. Well, he's a friend of Captain America. You got to see all of the uh, Marvel movies no, to understand all I of this. Can't. Yeah, exactly. And then there's a Winter Soldier who's also a friend of Captain America, but something happens to Captain America. I can't even get into it. Okay. You just gotta watch all these Marvel movies. No. Mm-hmm. Will you watch them? Come on, no. you no. watch Thriller. Can't you watch them? Oh, uh, Thriller movies? was like fifteen minutes, and that's yeah, all know. that it took of my time. This is only like twenty-four movies. It's not even a big okay. deal. That's insane. And then there's like another like offshoot show, WandaVision, that you should also see that connects to the universe as well. <sighs> and then there's this season two. I'll nope. take that as a maybe that Mm-mm. you'll think about it. No. Sure, I'll think okay. about it. I'll let you know next episode. What if you what if you would love it, you know? I won't. Okay. All right. Well, I tried. But <laughs> I told you that eventually I will watch Wonder Woman. Yeah. So you're going to watch me Wonder some, Woman. Give me some sweet feminist superheroes. Pfft. Yeah, Captain Marvel. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. Lots of strong women with throughout the Marvel universe. Mm. So, that's the end. Of season one of Lost. Holy cow. Holy cannoli. Well, Would you look I can't at that? wait to be back. Yeah. Next yep. week, well, we're going to be back to a Lost regular. episode and a Buffy episode. Yep. Regularly so able... scheduled programming. Maybe I'll keep my voice next week. Yeah. Yeah. This Maybe. is a lot, of, a lot of chit-chatting for me, you know? Oh, Pat, <laughs> am I excited for next week. Yeah, stuff stuff happening, huh? Well, I'm just excited to be back to Buffy. Okay, you know, we it's had just a, good to watch Buffy again. We had and some, you already skipped ahead. Yeah, 
We had yep. some good uh, good stuff, good movement happening with some of yep. our favorite characters mm-hmm. last yep. episode. You know, we have yep. Bad Angel now. We got to deal with him still. Yeah, we got Spike doing Spike his Spike is in a wheelchair, wheelchair still. Trisilla's. Judge is gone. Yeah, Judge is gone. What are we going to have next? We got Oz. Yeah. Um, okay, so until next week, of course, tell all your friends first. And also thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for listening all the way to the end. You rock. Yeah, and even hey, though it... <laughs> if you need a little pick-me-up today, yeah. you rock, okay? You You're rock. cool, and we yeah. like you. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Seize mm-hmm. the day. Fish of the and day. And also, listen and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Rate us. Leave us a nice review, please. Tell your friends. And also, tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. And you know what? Tell us your own favorite moments of each episode. We'd yeah. love to hear it. You like the art explosion? Let us know. Yeah. It's a good time. Arts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and send us emails to KickStreamPod at gmail.com. But if you're sending any spoilers, just mark them with spoiler or LB for Leaky Bucket and whichever show it is so we can direct appropriately. Let us know how we did in our acting, too, when we did our lines. Oh, yeah. Please please let us know. It's a good time. I really love criticism. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm much better at handling criticism than I think you are, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Um, and check out, so don't criticize us. Please be gentle with our fragile egos. Ah, go ahead. <laughs> criticize me. See if I care. I don't even care. <laughs> check out uh, show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com. And always remember that, that streaming, streaming is, is better, better with, with friends. Friends. Ding. That's my <laughs> All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.